0: Hello and welcome back to the Truck and Driver podcast. I'm Dougie Rankin,
1: and I'm Paul O'Callaghan.
0: Good to have you back on, Paul. Um, you've been really busy over the past couple of weeks, but not driving.
1: That's correct, Dougie. Yeah. So once I saw that we were getting some nice weather, I've gone and um, been photographing. A lot of trucks and uh, interviewing guys for for articles so we've just had such a nice belt of weather lately i said i'd, I'd make the most of it and um i've managed to re- resist the temptation of of doing a few trips to the continent so i've actually got got a nice uh, stock of, of of trucks that i think will you'll find interesting i just have to um go on and do the writing now i normally try and obviously try and photograph them when the weather's fine and then do the writing when the weather's not so fine so we'll, i'll definitely mm-hmm. have ample opportunity to do to do that uh,
0: no, I was um, I was well impressed with the with the amount of stuff that was um coming through on WhatsApp, uh, all the all these amazing trucks that you've uh, discovered that are going to be coming your way soon in truck and driver, dear listeners, stroke readers. Um, there's a real broad mix of stuff that you've got there. I mean, do you want to run through some of these so we can um flag up what's um. What's due because these are trucks. Uh, well, I've never seen any yeah. of these before. I think, well, maybe, maybe one of them I think <laughs> I'd seen before, but these are all um, new, new to me. Yeah. It's not fleets that I'm familiar with. Um, are they all based in no. the Republic of, of Ireland?
1: Yeah, they're all based in the Republic. Um, the only one where where I had crossed uh, the border was when I went to that um, to, to, uh, that man M A N or I don't know. Do you say man oh, yes. or M A N? I say, man, but- um,
0: we say M-A-N. Um, that's Okay,
1: uh, yeah. So it's like when you're writing it in the article, I never know whether should I put down well, the, an M-A-N or there's a, a weird man. There's a
0: weird thing you would know. In magazines, there's a thing called house style, and all magazines will oh. have a style for writing things. So some magazines will only use single speech marks, uh, and some of them will use all double ones. And there's, there's certain... Differences in layouts, which okay. you would never really notice unless you were in, in the job. Um, th- there's a there's a little um, there's a funny little thing that truck and driver does, and they've always done it since the days of truck, whereby they write DAF, and it's DAF, and it's got a small a and a small Be-be. f. Okay. So it's not all in capitals because the editor way back in the day said, "Yes, but you're not saying DAF, you're saying DAF." So he always wrote it with the small letters. And it's the same for IVECO as well. And IVECO's yeah. own press releases, it's all capital letters, but we write it with only a capital I because you're saying IVECO. M-A-N is different because it's in capitals because it's an acronym. That's the way that you're supposed right. to say it. But so well,
1: then should you, it have not happened. It's not entirely uh, consistent because
0: sometimes... Uh, yeah, I never bother with full stops and acronyms. I, I tend to remove them as part of the house style as well. We get all these sort of weird little things, but there's just a okay. an insight. So, we always write DAF, uh, small a, small f, because you don't say DAF. And I've just I could change that, but I've just held on to it because it's a weird little thing that dates back to the nineteen okay. seventies. Okay. So
1: so before we before we bore everybody to tears, uh, we we'll, we'll <laughs> We'll agree, so uh, well Daft that makes sense. even though I think it looks it obviously looks a lot better when you see the big letters, but with um with with M A N, if I'm writing soul, I say an M A N and it's just uh no, all capital. I don't write that either. M-A-N. I say A
0: M A N, even though when you're talking you say it's an M A N it's not a vowel, it so loud. it's A M A N when it's written, okay. but that's just so, that's just uh, okay. jur- boring journalist stuff. Journalist, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's, editing, let's editing, but, editing stuff. I see you went to the that. you went to the north because we've still to publish that. That's one for the summer issue as well. Where you've been, yeah. you went to the north to see your uh, top spec that's M-A-N-T-G-X, which was yeah. a few weeks ago. Now that kind of kicked off ah, your yeah. your so big series well, of um, yes. shooting features.
1: Yeah. And since then, it's all been stuff um, in in the Republic. So I suppose just to maybe start at the one which will be that, that I've I've already written up and sent here is um, so uh, John Grennan and Sons. So they're a big uh, feed mill down in um, so I, I live in the north of County Offaly. They're in the south of County Offaly. So they've got a really really nice uh, fleet of they've got. Um, there was actually a bit of a we were, there was a bit of a discussion about this cuz was asked the guys how many trucks they actually have and no one really actually knew until we got them all uh, lined up so it was either 16 or 18 and the someone no there's only 16 others no, anyway we got them all lined up so it's all all Scanias apart from one um, Mercedes Benz Actros and um so as as opposed to being um a haulier they're actually a, they're a feed mill and, uh, and an agri kind of merchant supplying fertilizer and that sort of stuff and um They've got a really, really, really nice uh, fleet of trucks. They're well-known on the roads for their presentation. Nice uh, deep blue and, and high-spec trucks. They've got a bit of the yellow sign right alloy Allied wheels. And um, a guy called uh, Ronan Shanahan contacted me. He's a regular reader of the magazine and uh, wanted to know if I was interested in doing an article. And I said, of course, I was. I went down there on a Sunday. And fair use, the lads had all the trucks, had everything lined up, everything clean um, from the day before. And we had a really good day down there. I got uh, treated really well by uh, John and Mary Grennan, who are the um, the owners of the company, and, and uh, their son, Niall, and uh, it was actually quite interesting, you know, we said, uh, after we'd done the photographs, we were going to, I was invited for tea, and I presume we were just going to, uh, oh. you know, the on-site canteen, and it was actually, it was a really nice day, and I was looking forward to a cup of tea, but uh, then we walked to the, through a bit of a kind of a, a wooded area, just slightly wooded area, and in, into the main house, John and Mary's house, and uh, got you know even the drivers were whatever drivers turned up for the photo shoot and had a bit of time in their hands. So we all sat down at the big table in the house, and it was it was a, it was lovely just to see a company like that where you know the drivers. You often hear this thing about oh the drivers are treated like family, but well, they really were here because they were in the in the owner's home, and um, it, it was it was a lovely it was a lovely day uh, down there. So that was that was Grennan's, I suppose. You know the trucks themselves, they've um the latest two they got, they got a couple of uh, new R580 twin wheel tag uh, normal cabs. So with chassis infills, alloy wheels, all that, they're on, uh, on bulk blower work. And that's kind of, that's the latest ones. They've got S580 flat cabs. They've got, um, they've got about four, maybe four altogether, about, you know, eight new generation ones. Um, pretty much all all V8s, you know, they've got those normal S580s and it's a mixture of bulk blower work, Chipper work. There's a truck then with a Moffat Mountie on the back of it. And um, then there was a couple of maybe even four of the old, older generations, you know, 560s, four fifty. But anyway, that was, that was kind of the, that was the, the day down in, um, in Grenans And um, I think that one will, will be interesting.
0: That's lovely, that. You know, that's... Um... I've I've had that before in Ireland where uh, you know Holliers family run Holliers can be particularly hosp- hospitable you know just met so many such lovely people that will welcome you into their house and you know you can end up staying for dinner and that you know that's right you, yeah. yeah it's uh yeah it's, it's always I've always enjoyed my trips over to over to Ireland to do to do photo shoots because the guys are so accommodating and so friendly you know Sundays are never a problem and like you say the trucks are always no. Immaculate and everything. Um, I think I I'll need to try and get over. I'll, I'll definitely need to make a point of trying to go over to Ireland at some point uh, in the year and catch up with you in person, and hopefully go and do an event or so, an event or oh, something course, like yeah. that. If something would be on eye, so no, that sounds that's right. That yeah. sounded amazing. Yeah. What did you have for your dinner? Do you
1: remember? Uh, well, actually, it was we had a sort of brunch. We had um, we had a, a fry. You know, we had those uh, sausages and rashers and there was mushrooms and there was brown bread and. Um, yeah, it was it was it was quite nice. I thought I was I was going to get a cup of tea in the timeout, so uh, <laughs> I was. And actually, uh, sorry, I'm not finished there. Then I left with a couple of jackets, um, oh. th- three little models, and a couple of caps. So I was on. I was traveling by motorbike. So lucky enough, I had to have some luggage boxes on on the back of the bike, and I was able to stuff them all in. So um, yeah, that was probably <laughs> as good as as it can go uh, in terms of went out to to do features and it was um so on on the other end of it then I went up to uh I actually went up to a place called Buncrana which is way up in the northwest of Ireland Uh, it's actually Donegal it's in it's in the Republic but it's it's it was probably about as, as as um as further north as you could go to do uh a feature on a 1985 Scania 142m cattle truck a rigid 6x2 tag 1985 truck that's still working so mm-hmm. that was quite unusual i would heard about it, um a long time ago a friend of mine used to deliver um, animal feed up to these uh, to the owners of the truck and i kept the number i actually got the number while i was in australia a couple of years ago i kept it all the time and and uh, we were doing a bit of motorbike touring at the weekend and When we went up there, I just said to the the lads I was going with, I said, yeah, I'll go, but there's only one condition. I've got to go and see a very, very special truck. And the lads are big into the trucks (laughs) as well. So we went up to see see Philip Philip and and James McCallion there and um, got some photographs of the truck and and took some some notes on it as well. So that was... uh, that was that was quite a rare one. Like you'd very, very rarely see well you'd hardly ever see it work on one four two now, would you? No, I mean 142s are comparatively a lot rarer
0: than one four threes and right. possibly as well one four ones I would say. And and, and, and in the terms of preser- yeah. preservation. Um I don't quite know why. Mm. Um but it's a truck that I've always been quite fascinated because when I was growing up and I didn't really know anything about trucks because I was, like, six or seven years old, but I was able to identify, just by looking at them, what numbers meant, and you knew when you were looking at Scania's going up and down the road that 142 yeah. <laughs> was, like, the highest number, so it was, like, the best one, and I was always quite um, fascinated. That's I was great. always interested yeah. when I saw 142 going up and down, like, West Calder, Main Street and things, but, yeah, to see one working, I mean, there's there's obviously there's a surprising number of 143s still at work mm. um, that... Um, in Ireland and of course in the UK, but a one four two—that's really unusual. Is it owned that's by right. like yeah. a farm? Are they moving their own stuff with it, or is it like an owner-driver that's got it?
1: Yeah, they're moving. Moving. That's right. Yeah, basically a farm moving their own stuff. Obviously, it, it, it's not on the road every day now, which you could tell. I had you know, I got the um, Phillips nephews are there, and they, they let down the ramp, and you could see that. Yeah, the truck is still being—it's uh, been used, and and it's quite—it's a quite nice original one. It's got kind of original stripes, and you know the old, um, you know the. Uh, thing lads used to do back in the day was those little uh, uh rubber lights, the little marker lights, they were in the grill and it had a little kind of a frame under the bumper for the number plate and two little spotlights there. A headboard on it uh, nothing on it that it wouldn't have had back in in, in the eighties. So that was um that was that was one I was I was definitely quite interested in and I think um it's nice to cover uh restored uh, show trucks but to actually see an old truck that's still working and, and hasn't had a load of money spent on us, you know, just in preservation, and then it's kind of too I mean, good to use.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks mm. remarkably original. Ah. You sent me a picture of it on WhatsApp, and it, it does look, um yeah, very fresh. You know, it looks As like it the, the picture. The picture could have been taken in 1987. Yeah. For you wouldn't know. That's right. You wouldn't yeah. be any the wiser. That's it.
1: That was uh so that was it and then um I suppose closer to your own heart then Dougie well I was down in, in County Cork and uh, a couple of Ivecos. Yeah. So um I sent you a picture there, um actually, I must check that. I'm pretty sure I was making you, uh, are these what have these, these ones days.
0: had the have these ones had the Connell Jennings long haul commercials
1: treatment? They have indeed, yeah.
0: Yeah you can tell it makes such um, a Hunter difference. Morris, County Cork. Yeah, 'cause when you well when you see the S Ways in the UK, the, the the criticism that everybody levels at them looks wise, um, is that they really need side skirts on them to cover up the exhaust in the fuel tank, it makes such a difference. And you can see in the pictures of the ones that you sent here, that they've got that on them, which is
1: quite a um Yes. Yeah. So this, this was a one seven two, so a seventeen reg. And it's uh four sixty, six by two. So People might be saying, Yeah, well, you know, that's what's <laughs> where's the but it's actually. Oh, wait a really, minute, are, nice are, are you talking about are you talking about
0: Astralis here? Are you talking about S Way?
1: Sorry, this is Astralis. Sorry, sorry, there was S Ways. I went to see S Ways as well. You did? I was looking sorry. at the S Ways. Yeah, both outside. <laughs> that's what threw me. Sorry, yeah, no, actually, you're correct. Sorry, uh, I'll go back. So, so those new S Ways, they're yeah, sorry, two brand new ones, um, pretty local to me, Hollier. Um, but uh, he bought two new ones, and he was telling me about when he when he went into um, Connor had one on on demo, and when he went in, Connor said, "Let's we'll we'll take it for a drive." And he says, "No, it's okay." I said, "I'll buy two. I'll buy a four by two and a six by two without even driving them."
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So he had a couple of of of, uh, before that, and was obviously pretty pleased with them. So they're they're two uh, really really nice. I think with the um with those new S ways. Um, like okay they've got they're, they're plain white just for anyone that's kind of wondering what they look like these ones are they're plain white they've got the silver grill and uh, maybe just a little white under bumper bar Dura Brights and that's it nothing else uh, maybe a small headboard it's, it's a flush fitting headboard but they're really really sh- uh, sharp looking trucks and I think with the new Ways, you don't actually probably the less you do to them the less stuff you put on them the better they, they look I don't know if you'd if you'd agree with that so they're both of them are 5.10s uh, but yeah, I
0: mean, all I would say is it needs a, the the main thing is yeah. to get those side skirts on it to cover up that the exhaust, uh, the exhaust box and the fuel tanks on it. Sure, that makes yeah. an enormous difference to them. Um, yeah, I am kind of like w- yeah. with the way that modern aerodynamics and things are going. Truck manufacturers are making such huge efforts to get trucks to cut the air as smoothly as possible. So sometimes I do I do wonder about That's the amount right. of stuff that people attach to them as well, you know. <laughs> uh, which all, bars, all that hard elbows. work I, <laughs> goes yeah. out the
1: window goes, mm. out the, mm. goes
0: out the window. True. There's a
1: there's quest, a question for you actually now that I'm looking at them. Uh, there are no fog lights on the Sway, are they? Are are they built into the, into the a, headlight unit? They're integrated they're like, into the headlights, sort of. I mean,
0: to be honest yeah. with you, the head those LED headlights on the IVECO Sway are insane. Like, you wouldn't need front fog lights yeah. on it anyway. They're so bright. And there's also a feature no, on them where no. some, well, of them, I, I be... some of them bend around the corners yeah. as well when you turn the steering wheel. It's got that feature on it as well, which I, uh, the ones that I've driven haven't had. Yeah,
1: but, I you know. actually, I don't like that. So that thing where the light bends around the corner, bend, I put bends in in Any car I've had cars and trucks where when you turn the steering wheel, Aye. an extra light actually comes on. It's not oh, the like cornering light, like yeah. Thing, you know. I don't agree. I don't it like out. it. It, it, no. it actually, I just find it it it, it. it, it, exactly. It draws your eye. It's like this... either have have lights that are shining that way all the time, or just don't have this thing coming on and off. I remember I had it in a, had it in a. I got a new, I got a Citroen company car in two thousand nine, and it's had it, had it, and um, it just actually annoyed me because when you're on the back road at night time and you're you're uh, doing a bit of sporty driving, these lights kind of coming on, or are um, they're a bit. Uh, distracting yeah. i found anyway but um so did, yeah so I'm, I'm hoping to get uh maybe have a little idea for the feature i want to get a couple more guys with new S ways, which shouldn't be a problem because there's quite a few coming on the roads here now and i'll just put a piece together about how everybody's getting on with them and um uh definitely i suppose any of the ones that are coming out of connor jennings all look very very sharp they do look good with the side skirts i'll agree to there and those trucks are on full air suspension as well
0: Ah, that's good. Uh, The two Iveco demos I've had, I haven't had air on the front, which I thought was a lot loud.
1: Mm. Yeah, (laughs) these ones, these ones have. I still haven't driven one. I I just moved when um, I actually, when I arrived there, uh, the guy who owns the trucks wasn't there, but he said, "There's no problem. I'll just leave the keys in them and you can move them around whatever whatever way you want." So that was a good sort of. I even though I hadn't kind of met him before that, so it was an Irish. it was an Irish way of doing things, you know, actually the keys would be in the work away. And um, I noticed, all right, that they, that they were on air. Um, and they were mm.
0: definitely,
1: you would notice it just from a little bit of driving around. So that was it, Dougie, uh, with with the S-ways. And just to follow on from what I was saying, I was down in Cork then, and um, the uh, the Stralis then, the 460 Stralis I was just starting to talk about before.
0: But, yeah, we but realised we were talking about different the... trucks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah well I mean, that's quite the interesting
0: what it. well, I mean, No, it's um I mean Stralises are going to be f- pretty rare um feature wise for I mean they're pretty rare anyway in terms of feature material um but with the s way coming in going forward we're not going to see all that many of them um but the the ones that you these ones that you oh, found are yeah. um, particularly um, interesting they're quite unusual these well one of them in particular they are nice aren't they if you yeah. want to go and carry on exploring, these are a yeah. uh, pair of Iveco yeah. bulk tippers. Um, and there's a bit of story to one of these yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, so there's so in in the, uh, the so they've got um, I think they've got four in total. I only got to see two of them. So there's there's the 14 Reg one with the um with the high roof. You'll know exactly what's the, what's the correct model designation for the high roof. Is it an active space or an active? Uh, it's high a highway. Is that am I might. Uh, Sorry, on the I'm facelift, it's a prepared. highway,
0: and on the on um, on the on the pre-facelift, it was an active space, and the narrow cab was the active time. Active space. And on the facelift, so it's, a a okay. I, uh, uh, it's a high road. It's a high road for the narrow cab.
1: Okay. Well, that's that's one. And then the 17-regg one, this is the one I was just starting to talk about before. So it's got the wide cab, 17 red, 6 by 2 wide cab, but it's got a flat roof. And that was the one I was most interested in, because I have never seen one of those. Well, I'm sure there are a couple around but I've never noticed one and it's, and it's really tidy. He's got the grill sprayed black and he's got a bar the roof just with um, headboard and two lights either side of it. But when I got talking, he was saying that it actually came from the UK and it started out with a higher roof one but they needed a low cab for the um, going in underneath the uh, some of the hoppers and the mills they were going in under so it was uh, retrofitted with the lower roof onto the cab by long haul commercials. So um, I thought that was and it's a I think you'll agree, it's, it's a really, really nice looking
0: truck. It is, there's a lot to be... He said flat roof trucks, um, especially on things like bulk tippers with the top of the cabs level with the trailer, they just look so good. That looks um, spot on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, I
1: mean, yeah, they don't... flat, roo- do uh, flat roof either, but They don't have any need for,
0: need for a good cab. Aye. I, I mean, like a flat-roof Stralis, I think um, like John Lewis and maybe the Royal Mail run them over here, but they are rare and when you do see them, they are proper... Fleet spec you know no um
1: yeah yeah these look anything but fleet spec
0: no they don't so no one they look good
1: no while I was in Cork then um I just put a few uh put a few feelers out and I actually got in touch with a few more guys so you'll see there there's um I went to do a photo shoot on uh 2016 DAF, uh Xf. It was a 510 Super Space Cab, 6x2, so that was, uh, that was mm-hmm. a black one, really eye-catching truck, anybody on the roads down in, in Munster will be well aware of it anyway, John O'Flynn's one there, and it's got uh, it's no, no light bars, just a, uh, four lights built in under the um, a kind of low down on the bumper. He's, he somehow manages to keep the, the lower... Uh, lip spoiler in the bottom of the bumper, which is probably a pretty hard job with a daft like that, and, and it does sit for, very low anyway on the front. Keep that on it with a couple of mud flaps underneath it, and the number plate hangs down nice and low on it. Um, and then it's just got you know double air, air horns on the roof, volvo lights, uh, full chassis infill, and side skirts. Um, but a really nice, kind of a deep black shine in it. So we, John runs, he's got I think he's got about eight that it's all sort of black dafts he has. And then, interestingly, then he's recently imported from Greece. Then, uh, the thousand Reg Volvo F816 520, well, 520 on the badge anyway. Uh, version one, I think the power is considerably more than that because it's got some major engine work done, bigger turbos Whoa. and uh, a lot of stuff we actually couldn't even figure out. It's got a, it had a switch in the dash but when you turn it, like it's like I don't know, it's you're welcome to hell. That's the sort of noise <laughs> that, that the engine changes, not and. Um, he was advised he said uh don't you know the, the guy he bought off not to use it for longer than four minutes or something i don't know it must be some i found an article well he found an article about it in greece and was just saying how the power how crazy the power was and you know it's usual you know uh big exhaust. you know these exhausts underneath the chassis that kind of go up and back and up and back for maximum maximum impact and maximum reverberation i suppose mm. and, and uh uh, I took a drive in it, and uh, I completely unintentional. I was just coming down with a little bit of a slip road, put the boot down, and a big puff of black smoke came out, and spread uh, into the yeah. face of Cyclist. I oh, didn't really mean to do oops. that. Oops! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oops! What's that uh, about that? Yeah. So, uh, it looks I like yeah, this thing is. It so <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's bright orange. It looks like the Duke's a hazard in truck form. This uh, thing it looks absolutely yeah. amazing. So this has been—it's um, actually tweaked up Focus with some ST Greek orange. lunatic Focus ST orange, yeah. Some Greek lunatics have got a hold of it. Um, so was it a working mm. truck or were they kind of using it for like shows? Uh,
1: no, it's 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 just it's just a it's just a pleasure truck at the moment. He already has a '97 black version one 520, which is a more kind of a r- a subtle, reserved one than this, so it was kind of, it came from the same, same area, same, same owners, just contacted him and said if he was see if he was interested in, in it, so yeah, it was uh, it's a lovely, beautiful truck to drive, and just when I, when I was driving, I was, we were just speaking about um what an advancement, what a beautiful truck they were back in, you know, when the FH came in back in oh, yeah. the end of, 90, end, of, end of 93, 94, like there were such a leap forward in terms of truck design, and the driver, the driver comfort in it, even now, it's still, you know, it's still a beautiful, beautiful truck to drive. So, um, right. no, it's, that, that's just going to be a, going to be a hobby truck. But then, I don't know, maybe, you know, he's off the, the black one, the 97 one has been out uh, pulling trailers every now and then, so I wouldn't be surprised if that one goes mm, a
0: bit. I wonder, what it's, I wonder what it's kicking out now.
1: Um,
0: power-wise, I'd yeah, be interested to find I, out.
1: <laughs> I would, yeah, I wonder as well, yeah. And also, I went to see uh, Scania T-Cab. It says long line XL. Now, it's actually not a long line, but it does have. If you look at the picture, I don't know if you have the picture in front of you. It's a, it's um. I do. An extension, yeah. So she's a bit longer truck. that's truck that uh, came out of Holland. That's uh, that, that truck's actually been uh, used every day. That's a company in Cork, and the owner they've, they're running eight or nine trucks, a bit of a mixture of Volvo, mostly Volvos. Um, they've got a new T five twenty, T five twenty coming to replace a Magnum and uh this is the truck he drives every day so t cab v8 um quite a quite a mm. nice truck but i think it's mostly kind of short you know trailers with pretty heavy containers of of, of 24 containers on us and um yeah so quite an impressive of course no, no. such a big truck when you're driving around those back roads in, in, in back roads in, in rural county Cork. it's not um i don't think
0: i've had a t cab in the magazine for a while Try to rack my brains to think back when we've had one in it's um been a ah, while. We had um, well, on the cover of the um, was it the October twenty nineteen one. We had um, the the cream. What, what was the name? what was the name on it? Um, Northern Irish one, Hutchinson's. Oh, we had Hutchinson that is A little choice, yeah. but that, that that's a four series, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, well. well, I mean that's getting on for two years ago now.
1: Yeah, well, I'll have to get down and do some writing and uh, and and get that one in. I just wonder. <clears throat> I suppose of of all the. The trucks that we're, we're likely to see on 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 our roads, probably you know whether you're a big fan of cabs or not, they probably are visually the most uh, you know impactful truck that that you will see. So I'm sure they have a they have a quite a big fan base. Yeah, um, oh,
0: absolutely, you know it's um... yeah that's that 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 one. I
1: think you'll agree. It's a kind of a it's hard to describe the colour. I suppose it's a kind of a navy. It's, it's a nice kind of a real deep navy. Um, not not overly done, you know. It's just got a light iron roof, set a set of door brakes on it, and um, it is. I do, um, I do,
0: it it does look well, um, that one. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. it says on the front, T seven thirty. So this is um, this is like a one that was um, this is like a a converted one that was done in Holland. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a well, more I think any any of
1: the yeah, yeah any of those kind of the ones we've seen recently are all are all converted. But actually, interesting as well. Just and um, I finish on on that. And, and, uh, and that article on this one, he's got a, uh, a one. No, is it a year old? A year old FH five forty six by four tag axle as well, which are quite rare. There's not too many of those with the, with the driven with mm. the tag. So I managed to get a few photographs of that one as well. It does. Ah, how did
0: do they how did they get on with that? Because it's a fantastic setup that. Um, the tag that'll also give you. There's also a drive yeah. axle. It's a brilliant idea, mm. but I just I've always wondered um how um how people are getting on with it. How does it wear in uh, over over time? I suppose it's only a year old, so you wouldn't really know. It's but only I mean, a year old. Yeah, and
1: I, um, I, I was more interested as to why he needed that spec of a truck. So basically, it delivers um, brewers' grain into uh into farms. So there's a lot of down in County Court, A lot of quite. Uh, steep hills where you wouldn't need the traction and you can imagine in around farmyards. So that's what it was bought for and he like said it's it's a perfect, awesome tool for the for the for the job. It pulls the pulls are slightly shorter because the, the product it carries is, is quite uh, viscous, you know, it's a bit sloppy. So it's a shorter trailer, it's quite heavy, shorter trailer but it's got higher sides in it. So I'm sure the stability of that thing would be mm. a huge benefit. Yeah, interesting. Just kind of an interesting hauler. He's got a brand. He's got a Magnum a 07 Magnum from you, which has just been working until lately. It's uh, still a fresh open truck, but that's been traded for for uh, for a T five twenty. So it's it's quite an eclectic mix mm. of trucks. I think to agree. Certainly uh,
0: like I. In- <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was it. Um, oh yeah. By the way, that daft that sixteen range daft that I uh the black daft that we just spoke about. That was a manual. I didn't realise it until mm-hmm. he opened the door. And I said, Oh, he said, our editor he loved that. And he said, Well actually of all this it's got to go eight after all all manuals. So yeah, that's um been rare. Oh, there's to gonna be a...
0: well I wonder, um, yeah. with obviously the, the the XF is still being produced alongside the new model XF and the XG plus going forward Then oh, okay. I want, I wonder oh, I if I wonder if they'll um I wonder if DAF are going to get like a bit of a run on manual gearboxes because this really is we are now at, in like the dying days of the manual gearbox. There's only, um, it's not going to be around, the The old shape XF isn't going to be around forever. And this is like your last chance if you want one, you need to get your orders in uh, now because okay. it's not going to be around forever. But then again, if you're ordering, if you're spending a lot of money on a truck, um, you've really got to kind of want it to, unless the, the old shape XF is quite substantially cheaper than the new one, you know, You'd be
1: Okay, and our, I see, because I actually I've got a copy of the, of the latest issue of the magazine, I see you, you've uh, reviewed the new DAF, I'm going to read that later on, but I presume Scania are still continuing with a manual gearbox once you buy, um, at biggest, an r
0: Yes, at the moment, yes, I, but I have heard rumours which haven't been, been, yeah. which haven't been substantiated that 2022 is going to see the end of Scania doing manuals as well. So it's um getting it's going to be getting okay. harder and harder to uh, spec one of them, but I would imagine that um, in sort of two three years time, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if you can't buy a manual at all, unless it's in like a construction spec vehicle, like an eight wheeler, like sort of narrow cab, and even then, yeah. it's probably going to get pretty rare i mean it is is what it is it's um as much as i i like them i can automatics have um Mm. advanced to such a great degree these days that um you can see why they're just kind of it's not worth their hassle uh, to tool up to physically Mm. manufacture these manuals for such a small amount i mean i mean moving Mm. over um I actually managed to get out in a a Volvo FH 540 dual clutch last week. I finally got my hands on one for work. Um, Alan Davey phoned us up and said, was there anything I could do? And Anki kind of tempted me by telling me he knew that I'd been wanting to drive one of those. So he said, I've got a 540 dual clutch in the yard. So I went and and did a run down of England and that. I went to Northwich, Bradford, and then I got far back as Lockerbie did a night out in it. And back up the road again, and um, I, I'll stand. I'll stand by. Um, if I wasn't running, um, if I wasn't nailed at super heavy weights the entire time, I would be tempted to take a five forty dual clutch over an FH sixteen, um, just because the yeah. gearbox is that good in them. Uh, it pulled. That's right. It pulled so well at two hundred thousand kilometres on it, and you could tell the difference because I'm always driving. These demonstrators that I get are always brand new. Uh, so they're really tight. I mean, it's lovely to get the new trucks, but you can tell the difference with that 540 that it's fully, you know, it's um, fully opened up because it, what, it, it couldn't half pull. And the gear, the way that gear shifts, just stepless, you know, you, you don't even feel it changing gear yeah, almost. I,
1: I, I agree. And I see um, my fellow uh, team truck and driver contributor, uh, Andrew, is now driving a 540 dual clutch as well on uh, Blockwalk.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. Andrew had waited a uh, long time. Well, when he was driving for Translink, um, he'd been driving MANs and Iveco's primarily, and he'd always wanted to get his hands on a, a Volvo or a Scania, um, in particular mm-hmm. a Volvo. I think so. When he got handed the keys mm-hmm. to a five forty dual clutch, he was absolutely, yeah, lovely, absolutely delighted because those cool. trucks are yeah, they're, they're very well specced up, which is gonna. Operators kind of need to do that these days because we'll, we'll be mentioning it a lot. But the uh, the okay. driver shortage really seems to have kicked in across the board. Now I'm getting asked by people um, who I don't even know, messaging me on Facebook, going, "Would you be interested in any driving work?" And I'm like, okay. um, "I've got you know, I've kind of, I've got people." Um, who I do already know who are like, as soon as you're free, let me know and we'll get you out driving, you know, anything you can do, do at all. So I can't really start driving for people who I've, I don't even know. And unfortunately, with the limited time that I've got, um, course, you must, yeah, you absolutely. must be inundated as well. I mean, you, with the, the variety of work that you do, you must be getting, um, asked all the time to go out and do a, all sorts of different things. Yeah. I get
1: yeah plenty, plenty of, plenty of offers and, um, while you know lockdown was on and, and it was winter time I didn't I took on as, as much as, as I could but um, just at the moment now while while we've got some summer time and I've uh, somehow managed just to resist uh, saying yes and uh, managed to take a bit of time off but yeah certainly um, still some big demand out there just uh, an interesting one. See my previous employers in Australia, Road Trains Australia, uh, had uh, you know, like like everyone, they're they're looking for drivers and for the cattle season, so they had a, they must have had an ad somewhere. I don't know where it was posted, but someone uh, took a picture of it and sent it to me on Flickr, where I've been known to post a few photographs in the past. And uh, he asked me, it was a, it was a guy from Australia. He said, uh, "Well, are you are you up for it again, or are you gone? Eurosoft? soft." So that'll just give you a little inclination as to uh, the attitude of, you know, your stereotypical um, Aussie trucker when it comes to, uh, you know, (laughs) Europe and and, uh, how how soft and and potentially snowflakish we are over here so uh
0: needless to say i didn't have but I, did, I, I don't know what some of these australian drivers would make uh, it's a different world i don't know what they would make of trying to get across the m20 m25 m1 m6 on a friday afternoon in the uk and try and doing that a few times it's a uh, uh, i know that it's incredibly tough what they do over there it's a different but it's a different world altogether you know I, th- I would imagine someone that would rich. be jumping out the car with a hammer
1: <laughs> it's, well, it's just you're just you're just soft. You just put one trailer <laughs> and you drive, you drive European wobble box, and you're just soft. That's it. <laughs> Going back to the driver shortage, it's it's um it's worldwide. You never want really to know what's happening. Anyway, it's it's kind of it's uh, pretty One way for us, maybe you know, for for drivers in general, wages will come up, and and, and certainly uh, trucks. The standard of trucks is getting better than the standard of, of, of specification now. Even you'll talk to hauliers and, and they're putting microwaves in and
0: That's Some of these big fleets and that, these telematic uh, things where they're like monitoring you for harsh braking, steering, acceleration, and all this, um, it's just ridiculous. You're not going to get people who want to drive. Um, a plain white truck that's screwed down in speed that's heavily monitored yeah. with everything you can do when you can go and work for a family <laughs> farm who's going to give you a 540 dual clutch um, you
1: yeah. know
0: <laughs> and, and,
1: uh, and and all the better if they don't if they don't monitor fuel consumption and I don't mean that as in a you know you're going to drive around like a lunatic but you yeah. know I always try to drive reasonably uh, considerably but um, I, I've i heard of one system lately a big haulier whereby you know, it's, you're obviously, you know, they're monitoring their fuel, which is fair enough. Big, big company, and you get a bonus if you return whatever. I don't know. It's all done on an app and you, you know, percentages. And, um, but if you, when you're on your, on the cruise control and you just come to knock off the cruise control, I know I would do it. I just, you just kind of give, just tap the brake pedal. Well, that, that registers as, uh, you know, you using the brake and that brings your score down. So uh-huh. it's kind of getting to that pedantic sort of level it, like oh I can't press the yes. brake but you have to press zero but for me it's you know what it just takes it takes the kind of good out a bit of a, the enjoyment of it if you're just all the time like I always you know try and coast up and you don't put down the accelerator you know if you can see a red light ahead you anticipate and, yes. um, I'm sure there are lots of drivers that don't do that but I mean as far as just uh, being kind of your whole day just your whole driving thing just being about uh, you know, a fuel, fuel, fuel all
0: day from I mean, It's it, really yeah. Feel. I mean, in, in terms of like Ireland and Scotland and things, the distances involved, and it's fuel economy is not the be-all and end-all. Um And operators need to get uh, people who are monitoring these things need to kind of realise that because there's a lot of the time where guys, you need to get on and get the work done, and exactly
1: there's yeah. not
0: there's not a lot yeah. you can do to to influence it. Um, you can, That's right. you should You should use the cruise control, you should make the most of it, but you can't be having it going slowing you right down at 50, right down well, to like 48 on, miles an hour on the hills because it's a rat race out new, there, you know. You have to, on those new, keep,
1: yeah. And we, we spoke about this before on the new generation Scania's, it's, it's not equal, it's something where you just come, it'll just keep, um. Putting off, shutting off the cruise control. You're just coming near the crest of a hill, and uh, you know you have it set at ninety. And next thing you're looking down, and it's and it's uh, it's easing off all the time. It's easing. your next thing you're back down to eighty, and you think, "Well, no, I, I need to be doing, I need to be doing that's ninety awesome. here." It's just, so you end up having to put your foot in the accelerator again. Really, really annoying, you know. So anyway, that's enough enough engine about. about, about <laughs> yeah. About <laughs> Uh, so what else have we got? Have we got anything else left to... Um, I've well, kind of, there was,
0: uh... I think there, I believe there was one truck uh, in your collection of photoshoots that we hadn't mentioned. Um, oh. and we've got a pair of Scanias, which was the last thing that you'd sent me. Oh, um, correct. In fact, we've got a trio of Scanias. We have got a blue. There's another 142. And then we've got a 164 and a R620. So... Yeah. Um, another Mexico. Um, look at the weather and all these photographs. This looks um, amazing. You yeah, have a good you having was, a good run of weather over there.
1: Look at that. Well, th- this was in that was just actually last uh, Sunday, just Sunday gone past in Ireland, and because um, I've been in Cork and I was in Cork. I it was down there uh, Thursday. I Thursday night. I was there Fridays, and I came back. Uh, I stayed two nights down, and I came back Saturday because the weather was t- was supposed to break Sunday. And so I was came back home Sunday, woke up, blue skies, beautiful day. I was like, hmm, who else can I uh, pester for an article? So uh, this is uh, chap pretty local to me. Got on to him, know him, and uh, he said, yeah, grand, I'm actually out doing, he was in that. If you look at that, that's a good, that's, a, that's is it not, has been imported from the UK not so long, but it's a flat cab 164580 tag axle. And he was out in that, but um, the one four two, lovely eight, 1986, uh one was restored one four two. That truck actually started off up in, in the north of Ireland, so that's a, that's a, why it has eighty six MH. Like our new registration mm. only came in in um, nineteen eighty seven, so it was imported. And uh, he's actually got a very very similar looking one four three, same as that like red red chassis, uh, blue cab, which. Uh, Is just been put back together, so they make a lovely pair. But I said, you know what? Let's just while the weather's fine, let's go and do the do the one four two, and that six twenty. That's a ten ride R six twenty manual that came from from, uh, from Netherlands, and so there's, there's the four in there. So yeah, we got some lovely photographs. I think it came out quite nice with the with the timber uh, piles of logs does, in the background yeah. there. The one four two. Yeah, she's on steel. You know, it's got uh, steel suspension, steel rims, two CB Oscars. Open uh, the up in the cab there. So I've quite a bit of writing left to do now. It's the, the fun part is going out and taking Uh, pictures and and meeting them. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) it. The the, the writing is bit yeah. When you're, you're trying to work back Mm. through all
0: your notes and you've spoken to that many people that you're trying to remember who said what and where and everything. Yeah. uh, yeah. I
1: always, I I always take notes and somebody actually asked me lately, you know, would you, what about, um, going out and, and recording someone, but I'd be afraid I'd, uh, I'd lose the, the recording of it. At least when I have my notes you can you can sit down and look through them and um, kind of weave a weave a bit of a story over. It. But I don't know if that's if you do the same I don't always you do.
0: I always do notes, yeah, and I'll often tend to phone people up. If it's been a little while since I've interviewed somebody and then I've got to go back and do the write-up, and then I'll tend to phone them again and just run through it again to refresh my memory. Yeah, and, I tend to go and I tend to go and email the text over as well and go, go and read that and make sure that I've got it right because it's when you're doing photo shoots yeah. and you're talking to people about lorries and things, there's a lot of things that come up in conversation which um, aren't for, like, rebroadcasting. Um, yes. that, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you it's always to good
1: be, to be careful, it, it's and it's always, yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> and also, um, you don't want to insult uh, anybody, or, or um, it's. I find yeah, sometimes exactly. it's a bit of a it's 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 a bit of a fine line sometimes between making making something interesting and also um, you know not not kind of uh, upsetting anybody, but at the same time, if 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 stuff is kind of just you know, very very boring. Yeah, it's 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 not not mm-hmm. as interesting as well. I but, think, uh, I think as my manager right. Any more? <laughs> yeah, I would already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, who else? There was someone else actually uh, contacted me yesterday, and there's a really really nice wine version 4 FH sixteen seven hundred and fifty down in the southwest of Ireland. And they've got a nice, just kind of small, tidy family fleet of, of Scania's involved Volvo's. So if, uh, if the weather continues, we might get to it. Uh, that's it. So I've kind of covered everything there, really, Dougie, and t- oh, brands, and uh, maybe, uh,
0: when did I? The, I apart get- from
1: Mercedes-Benz. I'm still looking for a nice Mercedes-Benz, if I could get someone.
0: of. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're I'm looking new like new ones are in short supply. I've got, in the next issue of the magazine general, I've got um, the ferryman Actros 1, which I'm uh, getting, saw that. yeah, the 630. Yes, yeah, so I'm getting um, Dita to write mm. that from Last Bill magazine in uh, Denmark. She's gonna do a bit of freelance for us, so she's doing that. Um, but in terms of Mercedes, oh, I didn't, yeah, uh, in general, sorry, I'm kind of struggling with new sorry. Mercedes.
1: Sorry, nah, it's and even in Ireland, just when, when when you said sorry, I didn't realize that truck was in, I just saw in, in coming next month the 630, but I didn't re, I thought it was a uh, I thought it was a truck over over this side. I didn't. Uh, it is. It is. It's
0: not in Denmark. It's not in Denmark. It's in England. She's just writing it up for us. All right. <laughs> She's just. Uh...
1: Ah, okay, okay, sorry. Well, that explains that. And just uh, what you said about uh, your being a bit short on supply of of new Mercedes. Um, just going back to what you said about the the Iveco's. You know, once the once the, the Stralis get the you know, Jennings look, they're they're very very smart looking trucks. Uh, the Mercedes don't really seem to get like a lot of our... Mercedes here, are just the sort of fleet spec looking ones. Yeah, they very, are... very rare that you'll see. A nice, you know, maybe you say like an Actros Giga with a nice set of alloys, which are, I think, a cracking looking truck. I think, you know, from, from the front view anyway, they have such a nice grille and the big three-point star and the Giga. Yeah. I think the Giga makes an awful difference to the Actros as opposed to just having a, a big space. It really, really mm-hmm. makes them look sharp. So I think in, in the interest of balance... I'm going to try and get uh, see if I can get some, some nice Mercedes-Benz haven't said that I don't know of any yeah. offhand so maybe I mean some definitely I mean the, that I mean I mean that design that
0: cab design came out in 2012 and it's dated superbly you know if they'd brought that cab out last year it would I still agree. look really yeah. fresh but it's just it's a bit of a curious right. one yeah. Yeah, it, it seems so to be that they're all kind of fleet sort of related trucks I haven't seen any kind of getting yeah. Uh, heavily like customized and a lot a lot of love lately. It's curious because obviously we never had any when the range T high came in then the, that kind of pushed it um motivated people to do work on Renault's and it's the same's happened for the range another uh, T. it's the same happened for the S Way and the M A N T G X has picked up on things as well. So it's kinda of, it's yeah. a curious one. Why aren't the Mercedes getting the um, getting getting the love at the moment? Why is that yeah, answers I don't on a know. postcard.
1: Like, <laughs> answers on a postcard. Yeah, yeah. In, in comparison to, um, I think I just mentioned in, at the end of my last uh, team truck and driver update, it was about you know Scania's brand image. Oh, actually, it was sorry, it was Bob Beach that kind of um, made me uh, think about it. And he just said how Scania's brand image is even even surprises <laughs> Scania themselves in a way, just how how high it is and and you know the sort of uh, how they're in such high esteem among drivers and and fans, and you know you have the whole VA thing, and there's just so many uh, high, highly spec ones going around, and then you see uh, Mercedes uh, as a direct comparison, and they don't seem to get that sort of uh, treatment at all. So, which I think in one way makes it all the more kind of rare when when you do get one. So I'm sure we'll uh, I'm sure we'll we'll have to get one somewhere along the line.
0: Exactly, hopefully we will come up with one. I know where one is. We usually get a, a decent response from the podcast when we mention things. i will usually get in touch and come up with something. But, um, but have you got any, just to round things off, have you got any shows or events to go to? Um, I was going to send you to, if you were free, to the Breaker Breaker event, if you were free for it. Oh, yeah. Do
1: that when I think they changed the date, they changed the date, it date of it so
0: the last weekend in August,
1: yeah. Um, last I've weekend all, in August, yeah. ah, yeah, i will have, have a look and hopefully it'll be. Um, because I went last year and it was uh, it was weather was really really hmm. bad, yeah. And um, there's I just see there's I look, I haven't I think there was a couple of um, actually, Ian Lawson uh, just we were in touch lately and he said, i would see if. You've had plenty of truck runs in Ireland. I haven't known about anybody, any. I think there might have been one maybe up around Newry, somewhere around the north. Um, I see there's a local, there's one here. um, It's somewhere around kind of Kilcock or Minute, which is not too far from here, only 20 minutes, half an hour, organised for Sunday. But I'm I'm not sure, I don't know any more details about it. Might go over for a look. In general, to be honest, I'm not really a fan of truck runs. Truck shows, yeah, I like them, but truck runs. don't know. I just think there's it's, there's a lot of potential there for. I've actually I was at one. I'll tell you a quick one. In back in two thousand about eight or nine, I went to one in, in, in County Wicklow. and We were up on the bridge, and I actually witnessed an accident where trucks ran into the back of one another. You know, Yikes. It's, 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 there's people out taking photographs. The driving, yeah, the trucks driving very close together, and there was quite a bit of damage done. And uh, it's sort of made me really, you know, they they can be. Look, they can be grand. I mean people leave a bit of breaking distance and that but sure that's not always possible and then that was it was a really busy day, there's a lot of kind of holiday traffic on the road, so I don't know now then people you know, we are <laughs> people get a bit carried away when there's a bit of uh, when there's a bit of attention on them. So but anyway look there's one here local I don't know, I might go over for a bit of a look at, at the weekend. And other than that, I don't know of any shows as such. I know you're having there's shows over in um,
0: over oh, in the UK, gone. but
1: I don't know of any moment in Ireland.
0: We're on the verge of a convoy on the plane at Thruxton is in less than two weeks time now for us down in Hampshire. So hopefully the weather will be nice for that. Um, I need to make a correction to something I mentioned last week, which was the truck show event taking place at ADS Truck Parking in Stoke-on-Trent. Because I said it was in June and it's not, it's in July on the 24th and 25th. So I'm going to try my hardest to get down to that. Um, And then we've got got our big ones, Convoy in the Park, and there was some confusion going on regards the website uh, this week, whereby for some reason the price for the tickets had been uh, whacked up to 85 quid, which was wrong. It's now been put back down to 65, um, which is the normal price for that for the weekend. Um, Don't know what happened there. Nothing to do with me. That's Motorsport Vision, uh, the deal with that, who own the race circuit. Washing my hands of it. Sorry.
1: Fair enough. I don't blame me for that. But that, uh, I think, concludes everything I, have I so think
0: for- it does. I uh, hope you've enjoyed listening and checking out the update of uh, what Paul's up to. I'm going to take a note now because I need to, if, if you go and check out in the social media channels, there's a video Paul sent me of Grenin's, which he um, is going to be writing up for a forthcoming issue. So I've got the video to go online. And I have also, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, if you don't object... I will post the pictures of all these trucks on the truck and driver website, so people, if they want to go and check them out and see what we've been talking about, they can see them. Because it's good with that amount of trucks, it's going to be um, a good few issues before they all finally make it into print. Um, we've got well, we've got a nice it's, stockpile it's of stuff to keep us keep us going even yeah, um, and for a, a few it's months. It's the pressure on me
1: to actually write them as well.
0: Ah, so I'll just give you the deadlines and tell you what I want to use next then how will that work out alright that will work alright for you if I give you some well, deadlines because I only work to deadlines well, yeah. if you tell me just get me and whenever I'll never do it <laughs> yeah yeah superb awesome. alright cool well I'll uh, Lovely. you enjoy the rest of your day and I shall catch up with you again soon yeah perfect Cheers, bye bye thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.